welcome back to the Jackson Neal Music Podcast. Here with the first episode of 2019, almost an entire month in. It's been a little while since I've recorded one of these, but decided to give it a go since it's been such a long time. And since it's the first episode of 2019, I decided that I wanted to touch on, there's two storylines right now uh, in hip-hop that are really kind of, I guess, I'm thinking about the most as we enter this new year. There are two things for 2019 that I'm really beginning to wonder about. One, I've been thinking about for a couple for almost a couple years now, and 2019 seems like it needs to be the time for this to happen. The other is something that was brought on just last week by a surprise release of a single, and I think you know who I'm talking about there. But first, I want to talk about this project that I've been thinking of for a couple years now and one that a lot of people have been considering what the next step would be for this artist and where to go after their, they release their third, third major project, let's just say. And this one I'm talking about is Chance the Rapper. Because if you look at his discography, you, look, you think of something, first of all, 10 Day, that got him the initial fame, that got him the initial you know, response, initial recognition, from everyone in the music industry, and excellent mixtape it was. Then Acid Rap is really when he turned that into mainstream success, back all the way back in 2013. If you can believe that now, it's going to be turning six years old this year. So just absolutely, you know, ridiculous how long. It's a lot longer ago than you think. Then three years ago, he returned with Chance Three coloring book. In the meantime, he did the project Surf with a Social Experiment, so he was, you know, still stayed active in those three years between Acid Rap and Coloring Book. But we now enter 2019, and this upcoming May, June, around that time, is when Coloring Book will be three years old. So if you follow the, the you know, the time frame between Acid Rap and Coloring Book three years, we're, we're due for something along that line from Chance. And now, it's not like he hasn't released any music. He's had some single, you know, he's had definitely the singles here and there. I think he, he had that one song on Colbert, I think it was Daniel Caesar. That was, a, you know, it was a pretty big deal when that happened. Just that live version of this song. He, he's released the Merry Christmas Lil Mama, both those um, part one and part two with Jeremiah. So it's not like he hasn't put out any music. And, you know, you've, you've seen him with features here and there. But what we're still missing, and we've, what we haven't gotten really since Coloring Book, is a full-on Chance the, Rap- Chance the Rapper project. And I think it's interesting he's waited this long in order to come back with something. Um, you know, it's the prototypical storyline nowadays. Every, you know, every artist is dropping things left and right, uh, new albums, new projects. I mean, look at somebody like Drake, who is the king in terms of, if you talk about sales, in hip-hop or really almost in any music, you know, he's releasing a project a year. So even the people that are topping the charts all the time, they keep a steady stream. I mean, obviously, you have on the extreme of something like Future, who's releasing a project, it seems like, every couple months. But hip-hop has turned into this genre of, what have you done for me lately? Can you drop a you know a new mixtape or a new album? Uh, almost every six months, people seem to want it, or, almost, or at least once a year. So the fact that Chance the Rapper's taken this amount of time off is certainly telling. And all that does is it shows that, you know, he's taking the time to produce some quality music and who wouldn't want that from an artist? But I think this album for, or, you know, mixtape, or however he 
claims to whatever this project is. I mean, he claimed Coloring Book to be a mixtape, but you had to have Apple Music to get it. But you could also download it. It was, you know, whatever great, whatever project he comes out with next, whatever, whatever full-length body of work he comes out with next, I think has a lot more um, weight attached to it than, than some people are giving it credit for. And almost flying a little under the radar right now. Because if you ask people projects they're looking forward to, they usually mention Chance the Rapper. But in these couple years, I think we're forgetting how big of a year 2016 was for Chance. Because before 2016, Chance was still... I wouldn't want to call him underground because a lot of the, you know, Acid Rap had such... had diff, definitely had mainstream success, but he wasn't there just yet. He wasn't full on in that top tier of hip-hop. He releases Coloring Book, gets those three Grammys, and dominates the charts. Not only does he do great on, uh, in sales, but also the project is critically very well recepted, just, on a, you know, consensusly the best project of 2016 in hip-hop. So... Once that happened, that's when he entered that tier. And it was this, 2016 in hip-hop was the year of Chance the Rapper. I don't think many people would argue with that one. You know, many year-end lists at the end of that, at the end of 2016, crown chances, owning that year as he finally established himself in that top tier of hip-hop. And once that happened, it was kind of, okay, he's here. He's arrived. Chance the Rapper is looking like he could be some people were even saying maybe, you know, go towards that throne of being the best rapper there is. And after that stellar year, after that year of tons of momentum, years like 2017, 2018, where yes, we did get some music here and there, but certainly not the kind that you would expect from a person like Chance in the top tier, that kind of momentum building big project. So now as we enter 2019, and it's nearing three years since Coloring Book. And in that time, we've seen a lot of emergence of other artists. I mean, just if you look back at who was some of the bigger artists in 2016, and you look at now, there's a you know, whole ton of people who have had almost entire career spans in that, in that single time, the way that music works nowadays, you know, constantly revolving door of artists. So Chance the Rapper, through his previous projects, has already established that he has staying power. But... I want to see with Chance 4, with whatever he decides to name this project, but his fourth, his fourth major project. Have we already seen the definitive Chance the Rapper project? Because, yes, he's only 25. He, you know, it's, it's crazy. When, you, when artists break as, as young as Chance the Rapper did, it's crazy to realize how young they still are because, you know, it feels like Chance the Rapper's been around forever. It's been seven years since 10 Day was released. Well, that'll come up this year. Well, you know, he was only, you know, he was a teenager when that came out. He was a teenager when Acid Rap and all that was going on. So he's still very young. But I get worried because Acid Rap was such a great mixtape. And in my opinion, his best project where Coloring Book certainly built off of Acid Rap sonically, certainly had a lot of elements in there, especially that whole, go that whole gospel um, tone of it, that whole gospel uh, elements to it. I think that huge momentum built, a huge uh, so sonic build off of Acid Rap. I think he did a tremendous job with that. But in terms of just, you know, each verse, in terms of the songs, in terms of the energy that he brought, 
there was this this feeling to acid rap that just kind of late teen, early twenty, an- anxiety, almost anxiety ridden, just kind of anxious, but still happy. It was just this incredible uh, blend of emotions and feelings into his verses, not only in the words, but in his delivery, you know, all, all of the sounds Chance makes. I can't even, I don't even want to try to attempt those because I, God knows I can't do that. So with Acid Rap, you know, being, some people consider, including myself, that his best project, we're now nearing the six year mark from that. Coloring Book certainly was a step in the right direction. But when you drop projects every three years or so, there has to be a lot of growth. I don't doubt there will be, but I have to admit, I, I, I'm wondering where that next step for a chance is. Because I think, and most people would agree, he is talent-wise in that top tier of hip-hop. But sometimes the release schedule for him, uh, it seems a little off-kilter. When we do get the big projects, they're great. I would like to, you know, it'd be nice if you could, you know, somebody like Kendrick Lamar, let's say, you know, every about every two years you're going to get something. Sometimes you throw something like Untitled Unmastered in there uh, in between years. Uh, J. Cole's kind of gotten into this whole, like, two-year uh, album rotation or something. You know, they take their time, but we still kind of have a, a reasonable, you know, a normal timeline. I wonder what, Chan- what that'll be for Chance the Rapper going forward. I don't know if these whole three-year intervals, if that really works out, especially just how quickly we move on from things today in hip-hop. But with this album, it, 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 could, it really needs to be really needs to be big because that year of him owning 2016 just keeps getting farther and farther away, and it's, hard to remem- it's getting harder and harder to remember just how dominant he was. And I'm ready for him to dominate 2019 because I know if anybody can, he certainly has the talent to do so. Now I want to switch gears a little bit and we'll stay in hip-hop because another storyline I'm thinking about for 2019 is something that's already occurred, but we're going to continue to reap the benefits of it going forward. And what I'm talking about is the Revenge of the Dreamers sessions that J. Cole and, you know, all of the people in Dreamville, all the people he invited. I mean, there's, I think it was dozens and dozens of people down there for those sessions. So those have already completed. And with those being completed, the music's been made. Now, it's just a matter of when will it be released? What, you know, who's on the songs? What are the kind of uh, combinations? And we're already seeing stuff on Twitter, you know, Jid, Quentin Miller talking about freestyles they have together. All this crazy stuff going on. Uh, between different artists and what they produced and helped make during those sessions. But the first thing to come out of those, the first thing to break ground since that happened was the new single by J. Cole, Middle Child, produced by T-Minus. And I included that produced by T-Minus in there because I think it's important when we discuss a J. Cole and this new song. First of all, the song is great. Um, absolute absolutely was not what I was expecting. Uh, people I talked to, when you know, we heard when we first heard that name of Middle Child, you didn't, you didn't really necessarily think, oh, this is going to be a great you know, banger or anything along those lines. Maybe more of a mellow track, and that definitely proved me wrong. But an incredible energy on there. You know, it's just, it's a great song to listen to with a lot of people and just turn it up really loud. It's awesome like that, and still Cold brings, I think, you know, brings a lot of ly- lyricism in there, brings, you know, has some, some cool things in there, talking about, like, Drake and The Watch and everything along those lines, and how, you know, he won't beef with them. I think there was a little bit of a shot towards maybe Kanye in there about the whole beefing with people because of sneaker releases, but, you know, that's kind of getting uh, nitpicking. The big takeaway, I think, though, is just a simple fact of, 
that this song was was a collaborative effort with J. Cole. And even though there's no featured artist, even though it's just him, crazy to hear him use the autotune like that. I love it, but, you know, definitely something different. Cool to see him progressing as an artist like that and trying new things. But the fact that he has this song produced by T-Minus, and it was a pretty big deal that he made a pretty big deal about who the producer was, you know, whether it was shouting him out in, you know, the first couple seconds or, you know, just kind of mentioning it any chance he got whenever he mentioned, oh, middle child produced by T-Minus. And a lot of, t- you know, a lot of times you see that in hip hop, but sometimes with singles, you don't always see that, you know, you don't always see uh, exactly the artist saying, oh, this is my new single produced by blah, so-and-so, especially, you know, at the top, at the top tier, usually it's just kind of like, this is my new single kind of thing. So the fact that he is really pushing the hole that it was produced by T-Minus is telling because you look at the Revenge of the Dreamer session and all of those people invited, all of those people that were part of that, and you start to think and realize that J. Cole has really built himself up to be right there, I would say, number two, right next to Kendrick Lamar for the, you know, the top people in the top the top artists in hip-hop right now and he's done that a lot you know solo i mean there's that that old that old saying j cole went double platinum with no or went platinum with no features uh you look forest hills drive no features there for you only no features kod there was kill edward but as we know it's him so that everybody knows that there's not a lot of features but if you even look at the production on a lot of those projects on a lot of those there's not many other producers yeah, there are some but for the most part, J. Cole, especially KOD, J. Cole wrote it, he produced a lot of it, he rapped a lot of it, didn't have any features, did a lot of it himself. And while that's had amazing dividends, it's it's telling to see, okay, he orchestrated this huge community event for hip-hop with getting all these artists and producers and songwriters and all that together. Now the first song he releases of 2019 is a song where it's produced by somebody else and he's making a big deal about that. I think that we've gotten to this point with J. Cole where he has, he has proved himself time and time again that he can make great projects by himself or a majority of by himself with only you know some producer help here and there. But now I think we might finally start to get to see what J. Cole can do in terms of collaboration. Last year, we kind of started to see it where, where we had all all those great features on other people's stuff. You know, but mainly, uh, maybe on his projects, we start to see a little bit more of this collaboration. This is his single that he, you know, had different producer with. Maybe we finally will get the, uh, the fall off. 1985 is called Intro to the Fall Off on the end of KOD. And maybe since it's you know, it's kind of consider is it a mixtape or whatever. Maybe we do get um, a type of pro- some some features on there, or something or something else. I think there was an off se- the off season or something rumor like that as well. There's a lot of so, you know, looking at J Cole going forward into 2019. Maybe it's he's gotten to this point in his career where, yes, he can do it all. We know that he's proved it time and time again. Three albums that I would consider to be. Four Your Eyes Only, I think, is, you know, one of those modern hip-hop classics. I think we'll look back at this era of hip-hop, and that's one of the albums you have to mention. Four Your Eyes Only and KOD, two other great albums, where he handled it, almost everything, a lot of it by himself. Now, going forward, I want to see what J. Cole can do with this 
upcoming generation mostly and just other people uh, in his era or as he mentions a middle child the era younger than him and the era older than him because if you look at Dreamville he's curated this great roster of artists Uh, you know look at someone like Jid with his latest album DiCaprio 2 then there's still people like Earth Gang on there Cause there's great great artists on that label so not only will he be hopefully collaborating with them, but artists outside of Dreamville as well. And if you look at J. Cole in 2019, you know, he's, he's saying on Twitter, saying on social media that he's ready to bring it this year. So the other storyline of 2019 I would be looking forward to in hip-hop is really where does or how does J. Cole choose to go at this year? Because I it feels different. Is Middle Child one of his first legit album single since 2013? Because since then he hasn't done album singles. I don't know. But I really can't wait to find out because I think, I think he, it feels like something different is going to happen. He had the great, you know, he had the opening of his career, those mixtapes, including Friday Night Lights, the warm-up, all those, you know, all those great ones that were really, really, really good. Then he had his first couple, you know, his first, his first two albums. The f- his first one felt, it always felt, I, my opinion, always felt like Friday Night Lights should have been his debut album, but whatever, you know, there were still a lot of songs, some songs from there on his debut album, but the debut project was still pretty good. Um, then he followed up with Born Center, a, a project that in his discography, sometimes it feels like it gets a little forgotten, because it came right before 2014 Forest Hills Drive, but still an absolute great album. Then he had Forest Hills Drive, Forest, For Your Eyes Only, KOD, all this stuff to, all this stuff that put him at the top or right there next to the top with Kendrick. Now that he starts to en- enter this next phase, I think this is the entering of the next phase of J. Cole's career. Where not only him making great music, but him making great music with others, with people of his generation, of the generation before, maybe even of the generation coming up. I think that's, that is what we're going to start to see from J. Cole, shifting to that new phase of his career here in 2019. So as you look for this new year, I mean, lots of great stuff looking forward to for hip-hop between that Chance the Rapper project, uh, J. Cole, even Kendrick Lamar. I mean... There was all those kind of rumors about his album, whatever last uh, last year that turned out to be fake, or I don't even I couldn't even follow all the stuff. But he, you know, came out with Black Panther, but that was you know more of a curation. He had some definitely some verses on there, had some songs on there, but it's really been since Damn in 2017, which will be turning two years old this upcoming March or April or right around the, this upcoming spring, let's just say. So he's nearing his two year every two year kind of project cycle. So maybe we'll get something from him. Just 2019 looks like a great, great year for hip hop all, and all of the big players associated with it. So that, that'll wrap it up for this Jackson Neal Music Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can check this out. All your favorite listening platforms, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, anything you'd like to listen on. Check out the Anything Goes to Jackson Neal Podcast where I interview musicians as well. Also the sports podcast. That'll be coming out throughout the week there at Jackson Neal 20 for Instagram and Twitter to catch all my stuff. 
on there. Links to that in the description. Also, this is a, a sponsored podcast by Believe the Hype. They are a sneaker selling company. They get the biggest drops and sell them straight to you guys. Visit their stuff. The links to them are in the description as well. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you all next time.